Yeah, I know. In my dreams. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, in my dreams. Some opponents scheming. I see a giant growth chilling. I see that commander they be plotting to get. See, I can tap that forest and we can pump, pump, pump it up. Oh man, I had no idea the <laughs> I entire song. Awful. I was just like, what <laughs> is he singing? I have no idea. But so. Uh, I don't know the song, or it's, is, is it Pump It Up? or Pump It Up, yeah, yeah. By, I have no idea. Joe Budden. Oh, it is Joe Budden. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I did have that Yeah, this was song. a request by Tyson. Nice. That asshole. <laughs> that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't give you the lyrics, right? You had to make that up? No, yeah, no, I figured this one out. Nice. <laughs> it's like, the, the song is so just like disjointed that yeah. it's like hard to pick a spot. So like, this was probably like the least like... Uh, like impressive part of the song but it's like the one that you could actually work with yeah it's what i can work with otherwise I'll it's tell just you, all over I, the place this was the first one that i think you've done where i was like i have no effing clue yeah. until you got to the last part <laughs> pump pump it up i was like okay i recognize that uh i guess welcome to commander smiths we are the commander smiths episode number 28 correct made it uh i'm adam yeah. smith i am lowry smith mr cousins yeah i want to talk about that Kirk Cousins? Um, Kirk nah, Cousins? I, I would just prefer to, like, just be friends <laughs> with podcast benefits. With, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, we can be cousins, whatever. <laughs> uh, what are we doing this week? Oh, wait. Let's, we got let's, a bunch of stuff. Let's talk plug about our uh, emails and everything. Plug, plug our stuff? Yeah. Uh, you can right. follow us on Twitter at Commander Smith. We've got a ton of tweets this week, and actually... A ton as in, like, four or five. Yeah, that's a ton. It's <laughs> a ton more than we had before. <laughs> but... We also did uh, two Instaspects this week, two cards that... Well, one card actually popped right after I Instaspected, which was Conspiracy. Yep. Foil time shifted. Those jumped up uh, right after I put it out there because there was limited quantities left. You actually picked up a couple. Yeah, I went I out picked and up picked up like three or four Yeah, of them. I think I got four exactly with that. Yep. Um, and then it jumped up to 20, so it doubled up right away. Uh, and then the other one... It still hasn't jumped. It's moving, but it's, uh, what is it, Arcane Adaptation? That's the one that's just like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The like blue conspiracy. one from Ixalan. Yeah. That uh, one's going to be harder to move. Yeah, because it it's, it's, and I put that in the, the tweet that it's still in standard, so, but there's a limit, limited supply for a standard card. So that's why I was like, ah, oh, this one actually might move a little bit. And that one might take a little bit more, but it's still there isn't a lot of a lot of cards there. So yeah. that was one thing that happened with Twitter. So if you're following us on there, you would have seen you'd made double your money if you on conspiracy. On conspiracy and then this lost week. a ton on the other one. No, you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I, I actually specifically <laughs> you're such a dick. You're a dick, Lowry. We haven't even done the I know the email <laughs> stuff, but I'm cracking the, the beer. Is this Whatever. the quickest we've done it? You've been a dick right when we're trying to do our dang intros. <laughs> um, yeah. So where else can they follow us? Um, uh, you can follow us or, or send us emails at commandersmiths at gmail.com. Which we got a few of those. Which uh, we appreciate. I Adam answered, does appreciates it a bit I more. I answered my email. Lowry is still yet to answer one of our emails. You'll get an email here soon, but uh, we're, we try to answer them as quick as possible. But... Yeah, Adam will answer you. <laughs> I'm not gonna... Lowry got engulfed with a, a, a show this week that he was... What were you watching this week? Uh, I'm I'm a superhero nerd, too. So Same I like here. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
I was doing fifth season. Nice. Enjoyed it. Instead of emailing so. you, he, he he was a dick and <laughs> just watched his show. All right. So this <laughs> moving on. This one's going to be Central Waters Brewing Company. Uh, it's Peruvian Morning. Uh, it's a brand stout. Brewers Reserve. Uh, it's a bourbon barrel. And uh, what percentage is it? I can't a find lot. It. Yeah, it's pretty good, though. All right. Let me let's taste it. it. Cheers. Chocolatey, kind of. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, malt beverage aged in used oak bourbon barrels with coffee added. Nice. So this might help my um your hangover. My hangover. Yeah, <laughs> I don't drink uh like a twenty year old anymore. With the thirties, I man, those hangovers last. I I'll, had fireball last night is what kind of kicked my butt. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but yeah, this tastes pretty good. Um. And I will admit, there aren't like really beers like this down in peru so they only had like one when i was down there is that where you picked it up no 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 this was just central waters is an american company I don't oh know gotcha it in yeah i can't see it uh whatever <laughs> but cool yeah, story, it's, a, it's a solid beer um yeah i so. like it it's pretty good i like every beer i'm like oh yeah it's pretty good you a gotta better, get me better a better reaction than mm. hmm, it's mm. cold yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm, this one's warm <laughs> It's like piss. So, uh, what was the last thing we got to say? YouTube. Check us out on YouTube if you so choose. Whatever you want to do with that. We did get a couple comments on there this week, too. So, mm, this week was uh, comments and emails and Twitter stuff. We got a lot of stuff this week. So, we don't know how to handle it at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's overloaded. With- I was like, hey, we're getting all these comments. Like, this is getting crazy. I can't handle <laughs> like, it. I don't know how, a couple comments. How, how are we supposed to do it, deal with these 10 people trying to interact with <laughs> yeah. us? I just want to be by myself. Why are this, people talking to me, even though we told them to talk to us? <laughs> this backfiring, like I. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I guess since we're on the YouTube topic right now, somebody did point out. Do we want to talk about? Yeah, opposition? we might as well do it instead so of. So last week I uh, brought up opposition with uh, Will Bender, uh, thinking that you can just steal a, a creature, but I was thinking that it would be tapped before you can use the ability. Uh, but the YouTube commenter, and it makes sense as well, is you you tap a creature with Will Bender and oppression or opposition in play. You take their creature um, that effect with Will Bender first, first and then the opposition tapped. would happen, and you can react to the tapping by tapping it to take another creature. So then you just so take everybody's boom, creatures. Boom, 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 takes every creature on board that you can target. So um, more of a dick card than what Larry was. Actually, it was what Larry was it thinking was originally. What, uh, it's what I was, was thinking. He I was, changed it last <laughs> second because I was like, I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> so and he was intending to be stupid. a super dick, and then he was kind of like, oh, it's not as good as I was thinking. No, it is as good as you yeah, were thinking. Yeah, it's quite good. Uh, yeah. Glare of Subdual as well would work with that, which is green, white, two colorless enchantment. It's on the tapped out list nice. as well. So, yeah, uh, getting that out of the way. So, Thank yeah. you, commenter. The other for... comment was on our... Well, I guess well, let's just get into our segments because we have actually have quite a few topics this week. Uh, so the first thing is going to be kind of what we were just discussing there. Our show notes from last week. We made some changes to our spotlight decks. Just a couple cards we hopped in and out of there. There's some things with YouTube that I wanted to note. So just show notes is going to be our segment one. Segment two yeah. is what are we doing? We'll, we'll do a spotlight on Zantia, yeah. Sleeper Agent. Nice. I'm, I'm excited to see what you have here. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I really like it. And then we're going to get back into a heated topic or a 
whatever controversial is topic it? i guess i said you know, it not a single person has said i know no one's like God, you guys are dicks for doing that but the, we're getting back to the reserve list we did do that i don't know i think it was like the first five it, episodes it was our, no our second and third episode that we had ever done it, but it felt like uh our fourth and fifth one we because re- we had already re-recorded we record yeah. one and so um, we're getting back to that only we're picking certain cards that we had already picked so but that we think are still good buys that if you haven't bought them yet or if you're actually trying to make a few dollars off of them or whatever make some money these are ones that we still think are worth getting into yeah uh and then we finish up with listener email so we actually had an email come in that was actually already a topic we were going to talk about we're going to talk about proxies because it's kind of a buzzing topic this week there was a couple podcasts actually that we're discussing yeah, it. Goldfish we uh, dealt with it in a very good long article. Yep, it's a very good article. Um, I, f- I saw one on Cardsphere, an article where they talked about proxies. Uh, I think uh, Fast Finance talked about it this week. I was like, that's kind of funny because we're all talking about it. So yeah. we, we're going to go back and discuss what our proxy, what yeah. we do with our stuff. Because somebody had asked us to talk about this back during, I think it was around the 4th of July. Uh, and then we just hadn't got around to it because Commander Came stuff out. was Commander out Christmas. And... Uh, so everybody beat us to the punch, even though we were going to be awesome yeah. and original. <laughs> now we're just on another like copy. Now we're then, just hey, they're talking about it. Let's talk about let's, it. Too. Let's jump on the coattails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like every, if you want to hear good original content, you're going to want to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk we're about what everybody else everybody is talking else. about. Yeah, yeah we just, <laughs> but we did have this before. I don't know how to prove it to you guys, but we did have it. We already had it on our list. But then when the listener email came in, we kind of were like, oh, we're going to wrap this all together. Okay, yeah. So, all right. So let's start off with our show notes from last week. So. So a couple of things that got added, if you're a listener that watches on YouTube, I did, and I'm going to continue doing this, is we're going to have time jumps throughout our episodes. So if you do want to just skip to the specs or Mm -hmm. the spotlight, you're going to be able to just click on it on YouTube and I'll kick you over to that. It'll also note on Podbean or whatever else you're listening, you'll see where you can just skip to if you want to. Because uh, we did have a list. No, no, no. Not a listener didn't say anything We just about that. We just had a comment from some friends going, hey, this would, this be, would nice. be cool. Yeah. Um, but we did have a listener talk uh, about. Talk about the hyperlinks that I was adding in. They weren't working on all of the platforms. So, so like so Podbean, you can see it. You can go, oh, it's the hyperlink. You click it. And then the deck. It'll bring you bring where you, you need there. to do. But then and that's where I was working off of. Right. And so when it shot over to YouTube, when maybe on Apple, was it? Uh, I think Apple, it doesn't work either. And so, so when it, when it kind of got shot off to a couple of the other places the hyperlinks weren't necessarily working for everything so what i'm going to end up doing is just kind of like putting the the title like it would be hyperlink but then just putting the link underneath it right so this episode will have xantra on there so you can actually click on it no matter which one you're listening you'll either click on the hyperlink or copy and paste the other link if it doesn't yeah we're gonna hope that that works so i'm not gonna go around and test it yeah (laughs) just cross fingers yeah (laughs) and uh so and if it doesn't work, you can comment again, and then, then I'm we'll, just gonna we'll I'm gonna say it. fuck it, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> fuck this, I'm done. I get quit. On, get on Podbean. <laughs> Everybody, go to Podbean. It works there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, a couple changes to our decks. So I made four changes. I took four cards out and added four cards. Uh, I I haven't even played it yet, but. I took out the cards that your your instants and your sorceries that you're only going to get one use out of. And you're not. I don't have a, any recursion really in the deck to bring back instants or sorceries. So I was like, well, it'd be better if I had more permanents that were out. So I took out Dream Cache, 
uh, what is it, por- portent? Portent? Portent. Uh, telling Time and Ponder, and I replaced those with Jace, the Mind Sculptor, as Lowry suggested last week. Yeah. Uh, I of also course. went and actually bought Scroll Rack, so I am... Thank you. That is a very good card out in there. Uh, a couple things that uh, you should definitely get. Uh, Ancestral Knowledge is a awesome reserve list card and is perfect in this freaking deck we'll kind of talk about that too yeah now right. that's one of our cards we're going to talk about and then sue's saying though that card actually started jumping because of this deck as well but sue's saying a lot it's an enchantment that comes out and you can tap x and basically scry the top except you can't put them it's on the bottom yeah, it's, it's just, just looking it's... at and rearranging your top yeah. but then you can tap two blue and three colors i believe and you can shuffle your library Correct. so those are the four ads, and I took out those other ones. What did you do with your deck? You had a couple changes. So, so I did get to you play some games. You made it less games. dickish, right? I, Isn't yeah, that what you I did? I played two games with Estrid, and one was Zantra, but I won't talk about uh, Zantra right now. But uh, So with Estrid, basically, like I started thinking about all the, the times where I was just going to get busted up super quick, and it did happen. So I had like Return to Dust, and then Archaeomancer uh, brought it back. And then, you know, just exiled two more of my enchantments. And then they they were playing a Amanatu deck. And so they blinked Archaeomancer to bring Return to Dust back and did two more exiling. Oh. It, it just wrecked me. Mm-hmm. It was like, huh. Um, and so what I had to do was I sat down and I added a bunch more protections. So, okay. Um, I think I, that might be what I'm lacking with mine. I, yeah. Once I play through it, I'll figure that out, but then, I only have a few on there. Yeah, so I added, uh, I had Sterling Grove in there already, but I wanted stuff that protected all of my permanents or at least my enchantments. So added in Sterling Grove, uh, Avacyn, Archangel to give everything hmm. indestructible. Because um, you had Heroic Intervention already in I there, did, too. but yeah, but it just wasn't couple- enough. So I had like two or three. I had like Soul of New Phyrexia. I was just like, ah, got rid of Kataki Wars Wage. And I just kind of just went all in protecting. I added some tutors. I took out. It's always the, good to add protection, yeah. Larry. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, say, you have it's kids. helped me for many years. <laughs> yeah. Um, just Larry kidding. Just number kidding. Two is, <laughs> Larry number three is in the picture. No um, protection there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> I so I took out yeah. <laughs> train of thought is gone. Um, I added in tutors, but then I took out the infinite combos with uh, the uh, blanking on it. But intruder alarm and oh the other one. Yeah. So I took that out. I took out some of the auras that stole creatures to add just more protection and more consistency. So I was able to add in like. Uh, Sensei Divining Top, I put in... Uh, oh, yeah, because that was a card that I was like, you didn't have Senseis in yeah, there? Yeah, then... it just... Basically, what I was running into was, like, I didn't have enough creatures. Like, it just... It felt really just slow and janky, and if you weren't able to pillafort enough, which I didn't have enough of in the mm-hmm. deck, you just kind of got ran over really quick. Uh, so, it just... I had to re... I've probably changed 20 to... Th- 30 probably half the deck at this point oh really yeah okay and so and all these changes have already been made both of us have changed yep. uh untapped out not so. fully true for me oh well so I've, I've changed probably half of them and then i did a bunch more like this morning okay and so i just i'm still kind of tweaking it it feels a lot better um one thing that it, there there are two like Eldrazi um, enchantments that put out like an O one and one one yep. during your upkeep. That's helped me have more creatures for opposition oh, so you... and glare of subdual. It allows me to block with just chumps that don't do anything. Um, I, I feel like just it ha- it gives you a little bit more game if you have them. Nice. So uh, wrath effects don't hurt you as bad. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll try and update it this week. 
and then just not have it. And then I'll probably stick with that for a while because I'm going to be going out of town. Yeah. So. And speaking of that, we will probably be – well, we, re- we will be recording early, but we'll probably get the next podcast. I'll probably get it out um, early next week. So you're going to get a bonus this week where we've been doing that a couple of times. All right. So that's pretty much it for the show notes. Links, yep, time jumps. Okay, so now let's move into our main topic of the week. A spotlight deck. Commander Spotlight? Woo! Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. So we have Xantra Sleeper Agent. Why don't you describe what what this card does? So she's a 5-5. As she enters the battlefield, an opponent of your choice gains control of it. Uh, Xantra attacks each combat if able and uh, can't attack its owner, which would be me, or a planeswalker I control. Um, any player can pay three. Uh, Xantra's controller loses two life, and you draw a card. Any player uh, may activate this ability. That's pretty sweet. So <clears throat> so the main idea of this deck, what are we looking at here? What are you kind of thinking? The things that I wanted to do was have Xantra do like the most damage. Mm-hmm possible so you're Um, you're trying to take advantage of her actually the attacking parts yeah so like i do that so you have some auras and some equipment that can kind of go on her Mm -hmm. right away um i wanted to be able to have enough like i wanted to be able to leave my mana up and be able to do stuff reactionary Mm -hmm. but if nobody was really attacking me, I'd be able to pay three and draw, draw cards a card off and of they it. lose life and all that and fun stuff. I also stuff. wanted to make just everybody want to draw cards and not want to kill her. Yeah. That's that's another big thing is like the person that has her wants her to die. Yeah, basically. so they're, they're going they're, to be attacking. But at the same time, they don't want to get rid of it because they want to get cards. And so that's where I have you know be, discard packages in there. You know what would be really funny is hmm. if... Uh, and I'm really curious. This is such a cool idea for a commander. If the player you give it to, I mean, they kill somebody with commander damage. Yeah. If they, I mean, then, that's the kind of the cool thing. You the way you've gone with this deck. Should I should I talk about the what I told you after the one game with her? Sure. Do I want to do that now or at the end? No, go ahead. Okay. So uh, basically, what Zancha did in the one game that I had, it was a three person game. Um, so I gave her uh, to the opponent on my left. And he was able to attack after I said go. He got 15 commander damage in before oh. he was able to be blocked. And there were seven cards drawn off her before she died. Oh, man. And so she did about 29 points of damage while being on the board for a couple of turns. That's awesome. Yeah, and that felt re- that was, like, exactly what yeah. I wanted to have happen. Uh, the other thing that was really cool, so I had, like I had mentioned, I have a discard package in there. And so turn three, um, I had Xantia. Turn four, I did have a soul ring in play, so I went with uh, Waste Knot, which has a bunch of different yeah. abilities when your opponent's discard. And then I was able to tap three, draw a card, they lose two life off mm-hmm. of Xantra. Next turn, I cast Ill-Gotten Gains, which everybody discards their hand and then picks three cards from their graveyard and puts it back into their hand. And so with Waste Knot out, I got a ton of black mana. Uh, I got three zombies out of it. I drew six (laughs) cards. And then I was able to play... We'll talk about it, but it's like four black mana, take another turn unless somebody, like, halves their life. Oh, yeah. And so I did that along with... um, so did they have their life or did so they, they have their oh, life <laughs> and so like it just got bonkers like and that's then awesome. um i played another enchantment that uh 
either they discard a card or take five life, and so they discard another card, and I drew a card off that. Nice. Like, it, and that was turn five that I did that. So you played two games with her then? Just one. Just one. Okay. Just one. I did so lose this is that all game. in that game. That's yeah, kind of crazy. That was that was turn three, four, and five that I just talked about, and it was nuts. That's awesome. So yeah, so we, let's start off. So the beginning of this, you have your first package is your, I guess you would call it the fork package. Yep. it's all your copying spells, and it, and it goes with the name that I gave the deck. It's uh, Zantra is forked. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so if you don't know what fork does, uh, it's two red and basically it's a instant. You basically can copy any spell that gets cast, and then you can choose any, any instant or sorcery. Yeah. Yep. Or yeah, sorry, it's instant sorcery. You can do your own, or you can do somebody else's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So you have fork, fury storm, reverberate, dual master or dual caster mage, uh, reiterate, and wild uh, ricochet. Yep. Which I called they, reiterate when we were going through this, and they, I just completely. And so they all basically it. allow you to leave mana up and be able to copy anything that's awesome, like a ramp spell yeah. or a removal, or it just allows you to. If nobody plays anything, you just. Uh, you tap three and draw a card off Sancha. I'm glad you're using Fury Storm from the new... That's one of the new cards from the Commander 18, yeah, so yeah. I like that. Yeah, Fury, Fury Storm seems like it's going to be really powerful in this deck because you're leaving up four mana, yeah. and then uh, it, it seems really cool. So then we get into your next package, and this is more of trying to pump up the creature to it's make just, your commander actually yeah. kill somebody with commander damage. And, and I think you can go more or less... I only have kind of three in there. Yeah, so he has Inner Demon, which was from Battle Bond. And what that is is two and two black, and it's an enchant creature. When you put it on the creature, it gets two plus two, and it's flying, and then it also becomes a demon. And then all other non-demon creatures get minus two, minus two. So it's actually kind of like a two-in-one, because you can board wipe your little counters that might be on the board, or you're making exactly. it flying so that it, it potentially It has gets evasion over. to yep. get through, and it makes Zantia that... Uh, perfect number of seven as well yeah and so seven 14 21 yeah, commander go. damage then you get into fist of the demigod mm-hmm. and that's from uh shadow Moore. it's a one in one the hybrid land so it's black yeah. or red um that one gets if it's a black creature it gets one plus one and wither and if it's a red creature it gets one plus one in first strike and so essentially if somebody's trying to chump it they're gonna have to have a really big creature yeah. because it'll get minus five minus yeah. five Right or off. minus seven minus seven yeah because of the plus two right there just <laughs> yeah. from that and it has the first strike too so, yeah. <laughs> so it'll deal the damage give them the counters and then they you know if they if it was bigger than a seven seven at that point it's not going to kill a seven seven yeah that's I a mean, pretty good i like that with that uh and then your equipment is a hero's blade and that's two equip creature gets three plus two you have to equip it for four whenever a legendary creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may attach it. So, essentially, your commander comes in, and you don't have to pay the mana to attach this to it because it's a legendary yeah, creature. Yeah, I, I believe that's how that would work, is that it just automatically happens. It'd turn into an 8-7. Uh, you know, and a, a, it, that can be you can be attacking with an 8-7 on turn 3. Uh, your opponent can to your other opponent. That'd be That's pretty tough to kind of uh, fight against. That's pretty sweet. Because you go well, turn two, Hero's Blade. Yeah, because I guess it comes in under your control. I'm yep. reading so, so it, when, yeah, it comes when in. When that comes into play, then it goes to another gotcha. to your opponent. And I believe that's just 
kind of like a, a trigger ability of the equipment that goes on it. And then you get into your your stuff that costs. Uh, well, this is the, the ramp package. Ramp package. So okay, you want so a ramp with yeah. this deck because you want a, a, to draw as many much, and yeah, give them as... damage because it's two life every card you draw, yep. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you have Heartstone, which is the three, and your activation abilities cost one less. One less. And so anybody, basically, that means Zancha is two. You draw a card, they lose two life. And, yeah. st- and that's for everybody. Yeah. And so that helps out a ton. Yeah, that is for everybody. And then you have Neheb the Eternal, which that's from... Uh, Hour of Devastation. Yeah, Hour of Devastation. And that has... Uh, so what does that one do again? It's three and it, two It has red. a flick three. Um, and then during your post-combat main phase, you get to add a red mana oh, to yeah. your mana pool for each life, uh, life that they, loss. So that, that's pretty sweet. And so essentially, if like you don't even want to attack into anything, you can just pay all of the mana that you can, and you'll get two, yeah. four, six mana the next in your next combat or your next main phase, and then you just draw more cards off of that and have them lose more life. That's pretty sweet. So, it, And that's not including any of the attacking that you're trying to do yeah. or any other damage that you're trying to get through. Then you have uh, one of our favorites, Crypt yep. Gas. We've talked about this card a bunch. Uh, that's for basically doubling your swamps, and it also has Extort, which is pretty a, a nice little added bonus to it. Yeah, and so being able to double what a swamp does, it, same thing with Nurkana Revenant, and then there's the... Uh, shit, I forgot the artifact. But it gives, uh, it's six mana. You name a color when it comes into play. Oh, Cage Sun. Cage Sun. There, there we go. go. Now I don't have to explain it. <laughs> so it's just doubling mana. Yeah. You could also, I just cut Mana Flare today, or right before I put uh, put it on tapped out. Uh, but Mana Flare doubles everybody's mana. Yeah. And so, so that could be really helpful, but I was just a little worried that people would get just, like, too far ahead. Yeah, that, that, that kind of um, helps everybody too yeah, much. Yeah, so, like, they're drawing and being... I wanted people to play spells, but it just, like... Every time That's I played dangerous. a card like this, it just yeah. kicks my ass. Yeah, it's like they so, don't they don't do what you want them to do yeah. by drawing cards. They go, oh, thanks, you just allowed me to get my Blightsteel Colossus out. Yeah, and I'm not gonna draw cards. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna play any cool spells so that you can fork them. Yeah. Screw that. I'm just gonna throw down huge creatures and stomp you. Uh, one card I'm really glad that you added in here because I think it's gonna be in every single freaking red deck that I have is Treasure Nabber. Treasure Nabber is just it feels like really great ramp in this deck because you want. I have a ton of artifact uh, ramp spells in this, uh, enough rocks, and you're going to be just taking other people's rocks and just using that to draw more cards with it. It seems like a really solid card yeah. in general, but here it where you want better. a ton of mana, um, and you're, you're really not work. taking it forever. The players get it back, yeah. so they can't get really mad at you. They can still get mad. <laughs> uh, what would you call this package? Uh, do they I have a are nice my package, blockers. Larry? Yeah. Nice well, package. What do you call this package? Because I looked. You <laughs> yeah, <jerk>. you did. <laughs> I eyed you up, and I was like, <laughs> "Should I just whip it out?" No. You look. <laughs> uh, Turn in my mic. <laughs> I don't want to look at so you. So we have Wall of Souls, which I actually don't have. This card. It's a pretty sweet one. I've the first time I've actually seen this one. Um, one uh, and one black. Whenever it gets dealt damage, you may 
redirect that damage to or not redirect but to a player to a player and so it's an 04 wall but when somebody deals damage to it it deals can, damage equal to it yeah dead. so you can actually team up with somebody and be like hey you want to attack me with your biggest creature i'm going to block with this and actually redirect it to the opponent that's become the arch enemy yeah like that feels like a really cool kind of thing or it just stops people from throwing a bunch of two twos at you potentially um just kind of depends on what the situation is but it felt like a really cool wall to be adding in there then you have crawl space which no more than two creatures can attack you each combat yep. any other players can attack so that's fine uh Kazool, tyrant of the cliffs whenever uh, uh a creature attacks you uh they have to pay three or you get a three three ogre in play so that kind of helps out because people aren't going to want to spend their mana yep. and you get a three three and so they just go oh i'll attack other dickhead instead the uh, other dickhead that's hit me <laughs> the with other dickhead. so then you get and then your last one on here is varchild betrayer of uh was it kel of keldor keldor uh yeah so that was that's a new one from keldor Commander. but there's a j yeah Kind of like Kirsten, Kier- but K, you know, it's gotcha. not Kajirsten. Kajirsten. <laughs> the K- uh, that's how I pronounce her name. Yeah. No, but Kajirsten. my wife doesn't have a J in her name. No, she does. That was no, like, that'd be I super didn't. weird. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. I don't remember ever seeing the J there, but uh, now I'm going to call her Kajirsten. No. <laughs> Uh, well, our grandparents can't get her name right no, ever. <laughs> I know nobody can say our dog's name right either. So yeah, I used to think so. His dog is <laughs> is Taka, but I thought it was Tonka, so I would always call it from um, uh, Dances with Wolves. Tatanka. Tatanka. Yeah. So that I still call him Tatanka. <laughs> and eventually, I was just like, you know, yeah. that's not his name, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I've been calling him. It that It happens for years. that all the time. Like, Tonka, he, he should get the nickname Taka Truck. Yeah. Tatanka. Like, he's Tatanka. Yeah. Uh, okay so (laughs) the point of uh the trader here is uh actually when it deals the damage you're giving those survivor tokens to your opponents but when she leaves play you get those tokens and when she leaves play those tokens that can actually block for you as well Mm. because did you get the other survivors the other one no that one jumped up to like 20 bucks (laughs) i'm not gonna touch that i don't care (laughs) enough uh but the whole thing is is like um, I was feeling like since you're kind of messing with everybody mm-hmm. in a general sense, you might become a target. And I felt like you wanted, I have a couple more walls in there, just something that's going to survive an onslaught and yeah. slow people down and make them kind of fight amongst themselves a bit more. Yeah. That's, that's more of what I was going with those. Chaos. All right. So it's then, not really chaos. It's controlled of. chaos. Yeah. <laughs> so then we kind of get into your, cause you're drawing so much. You want to have an ability of being able to dump these cards. Yeah. And get so rid of them dis- so discarding. Well, the whole thing, is this a discard package that works? Okay. Yeah. Um, so the discard package is more like I'm making everybody discard, and that forces people to want to draw cards. Yeah. Because it number one, it sucks. If you only have discard and there's no like way of getting out of it, the game just stalls and slows yeah. down. But if you keep Xantia on the battlefield, then people are gonna want to use her. Even even the person that has her, and they're like, Okay, I need cards. And so that's that that's is kind of funny for for the longest for up until right now, I thought that the player that had her couldn't use it, but it says any player. Any so player, the player yeah. can Fuck it, I'll take two life, I get to draw a card. Yeah, (laughs) and that's what I'm going for, is I want you to have little amount of cards. I want to be able to... I want the draw ability to happen as much as possible. And this was a short... Like, she was only on the battlefield for uh, maybe four turns. Seven cards were drawn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's that's crazy. So if this was a a three-person game, if if it's in a four-person game, that might make more... uh, 
even more cards drawn and more life lost off of it. You know what you should add to this deck? You know what card I'm going to say? Or what ability? Which one? Infect. <laughs> you I did took, it. To, I, you did it to your other deck. Nope, I took it out. Did you really? Yes. That was. You, you, I put dominating you, listed in that you, place. You couldn't. Uh, you couldn't handle it. You're like, God, I hate myself. I just oh, gotta... do you know every every card? I was just like, oh, what do I cut? Oh, this card that I hate myself for, and then I took it out from Astrid. So um, I like the deck a lot better. I don't know if it's better per se, but, but you, I like. You it. Feel I feel better, better about yourself. About it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm able to sleep at night now. <laughs> All right, so back to the discard stuff. So we have word, uh, Words of Waste, and that's an enchantment, two and one black. Uh, the next time you would draw a card this turn, each opponent discards a card from his or her hand instead. So you so, tap one to do that. So you tap one to do that. But the cool thing is is if Zanch is in play, you can pay basically four, not draw a card, have that person lose two life, and everybody else discards a card. So you can do it on demand. Yeah. Now this one is one of my favorites. I play this card quite a bit, is Sire of Insanity. And it's four, a black and a red, and it's a demon. Yep, demon. Yep. Six four, but it's at the end of every uh, every turn. upkeep. So you're or discard every or, end, or, of yeah, turn. end of turn. Everybody discards their hand. So you're getting everybody at the end of your turn. All their everybody's cards are discarded. Yep. So that's kind of the sweet thing is, uh, and people I ever think when I've played this a lot are like, no, it's just you're discarded. No, yeah, it's, it's everybody. everybody. Yeah. So you get everybody that first turn. And and so kind of how you play around with that card is you play it. Everybody, you know, everybody discards their hand. And then what you do is you wait until that effect happens right at the end before they say go to you. And then you spend as much mana as you can to draw as many cards as you can. And then you have some man or like some cards to play with mm-hmm. during your turn. Right. And that's what would end up happening, I believe, with Sancha in play and Sire of Insanity. Yeah. So you because you'd, you'd still discard your hand at the end of your turn, but you're trying to play as many cards as you can. Right. Yeah, so. so you'd be able to do it right after the discard part, and then you tap all the mana to before it starts yep. your turn. Yep. Because this says at the beginning, and it's not at the at end. At the beginning, yeah. And then after that, you do your fast effects. Yep. Who the fuck says that? <laughs> you just did. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus says it? Jesus says it. I went to church today. Nice. I heard him say it. <laughs> I went to a funeral today, so I heard a whole bunch <laughs> yeah. of stuff today. Uh, so then we got Waste Knot, which is one and one black. Uh, that, this one's a pretty sweet card. I picked these up a while back, yeah. which is nice. It's whenever an opponent discards a card, it has three different effects. If they discard a creature card, you get a two-two zombie. If you discard a land card, you get two black mana. Uh, and then if they discard a non-creature, non-land card, you draw a card. So yeah. this is a sweet ass card. And so especially in especially this kind of deck, like in like if if somebody ends up discarding a card on their turn and you have one mana open you can use those two black plus your one and draw a card mm-hmm. like it just all around is a really great card in a discarding style deck yeah then we have Geth's uh, Grimoire. Grimoire. Um, that one's just whenever an opponent discards a card, you get to draw a card. Yep, just more draw. That's kind of sweet in there. Uh, now we get in just... You want I, to just... I, yeah, I just uh, this one is more of like I have a, a drawing extra cards package. I, I am a little bit of... like You do have a lot of discard in there. Uh, you still want to be able to draw cards if people aren't letting Sanchez stay on the table. 
And so, you know, I think I have five or six cards in there that allow me to still draw cards. So, like, Read the Bones is the one he's talking yeah. about right now. It's scry two, draw two cards, and lose two life. This is a pretty sweet draw yeah. engine. And I so, but at the other, at the same time, if Xantha's staying and playing, people like it, then that can end up being discard fodder because mm-hmm. you don't need it. Right. And so it has a little bit of, it, it works in both ways within the deck. And then you want to talk about these four cards. These are last just four random, besides pretty land. cool cards in there. So we have uh, Nin, or Nim. It's Nim, right? With M. Yep. Nim Deathmantle. It's an equipment. Uh, gives a creature 2 plus 2 and Intimidate. Whenever a non-token creature is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, you may pay 4. If you do, return this and attach it to it. So so that's if people are trying to kill Xantia, you have your mana open to be able to use that 4 generally. And so if they do kill it, you pay the 4. Uh, you bring it back into play with that equipped, and then you give it to somebody, somebody else, else. And then it's a it's a seven seven intimidate. Yeah. So and you then, give it a little evasion there, so it yep. can get through too. Uh, and then crown of doom. That is this, this one's kind of awesome. <laughs> Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, it gets two plus zero until end of turn. Target player other than Crown of Doom's owner gains control of it. Activate this ability only during your turn. So you can tap two to give it to somebody, and then they get screwed. And then it <laughs> never comes back to you. And so you make sure you have five when you cast this card. Yeah. Because you want to go three into play, two, give it to somebody else, and then attack them with what you have. Yeah. That's what you basically want to be doing. And then you deal a ton of damage, and then the other person goes, well, you're wide open, but I can do that other person a ton more damage. Yeah. Um. And then you just hope that gets passed around and a lot more damage is thrown out there. <laughs> and then you have Wars Toll. This is from Battle Bond. Is this original from Battle Bond? Uh, no, no, this is a printing. guild pack, I That's believe. It. So it's whenever an opponent taps a land for mana, tap all the, the land that player controls. If a creature or opponent controls attacks, they have to attack with everything. So it's so, kind of making everybody freaking full yeah. out of so, attack. So if that person that has Xantia has to attack with mm-hmm. all the creatures. It basically forces them to do it. And then if somebody's tapping for a spell, they got they need to tap out, and any unused mana is going to end up being put into Xantia to draw a card. Nice. And then to finish it off is Rite of Raging Storm. This is the one where everybody... It's an enchantment, and I think everybody beginning their upkeep get a 5-1 elemental creature with Trample and Haste, and it can't attack you. Yep. And at the end of their turn, they sacrifice it. Yeah. So you're giving everybody at the beginning of their turn a 5-1, trample haste, a super pumped up... That can't attack you. Yeah. And just freaking giving people beasts. So funny little story is I have had that backfire on me where somebody gets that, then they destroy it, which means that the creature can attack you. Oh. Because the, the, the conditions the, on the enchantment. Yeah. <laughs> not on the creature. But it did get sacrificed at the end of turn. Yeah, it so did. At least yeah, you get yeah. that part. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but I, I've had that Here, happen, and I just have go, a five one. <laughs> uh, so then, some of your special lands that you wanted to talk about was Urborg, Tomb of Yagma. You need that for Crypt Ghast right. and just doubling, turning everything into swamps, and then doubling your mana that way. You need it. Gaia Reach of uh, this one is one of our specs that we had yeah very... we've talked about this a, a couple of times and that uh, one allows each player to draw and then also discard so it's awesome if you have waste not out or if you have guests grimoire um or if you just want to put something in your graveyard uh or just gets you a little bit extra draw it it's pretty solid then drown yard drown yard temple that allows you to tap three to bring it back from your graveyard it's a color it, yeah it's a land that allows you to be able to discard same thing with uh dacmore salvage yep, and the same exact thing so, as dredge too so you're able to bring that bad boy yep, back. just uh more of the specialty utility lands that are kind of helpful within the deck sweet 
I dig it. Um, so it it felt like a really powerful. I don't I don't like again. I didn't win that one game that I did play, but the person ha- went um, overrun, and then I went down to like ten, and then I thought I could uh, maybe crack back, but I just didn't. Well, got them down to like two, and then they overwhelming stampeded me and like kicked the crap out of me. I was like, <laughs> well, I can't do anything yeah. about this. <laughs> so that that's pretty tough to two overrun effects after we already killed the player yeah. that like have their life after well because then when you get down to one when it's one on one then it's more of they just have it it can't attack you so it's just more of tapping the mana to yeah, draw yeah. the card and that's where the big life. mana would come into play right. like trying to be able to draw enough cards which that makes sense because if you're life. getting everybody else dead by that point you should have a lot of mana yeah. at that point out so you can well, one thing really that I was thinking about here too is like I was after I, I made my list I kind of started going through EDH rec and seeing what cards were popular with it and I was seeing like a lot of like target player sacrifices a creature you don't want that no. you don't you don't yeah. give Xantia to a player that can sacrifice it um just because you just wasted your time yeah <laughs> uh, make sure you're not doing that uh there were other things of um like there, there was like a weird like doubling damage that is dealt like understand that if if you're working with the combat damage sure but that's a losing life effect when you're drawing cards. Mm-hmm. So that does not work for damage. Right. Those are two different things. Right. Um, Cause I, I was just seeing cards that were similar with that. I was just like, that's not really how that yeah. works. And maybe they were thinking of it as just like being able to do a bunch of damage. Um, if she was doing the damage, then you could probably do something like, but she's yeah. not, it's just doing loss of life. Yeah. Loss of life is a bit different. Cause if she was doing the damage, then you give her infect. Yeah. Then, then that's then crazy. That. Oh man, that'd be nuts. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be really cool. That'd be my kind of commander right there. <laughs> so um, I, I think it's, yeah, again, you don't give this to somebody that can sacrifice their creatures super easy. Uh, and I think you just want to be, you don't want the sacrifice effects for everybody. Like Innocent yeah. Blood's an awful card in this deck. Don't play it. <laughs> um, and and cards like that. So Because they'll just sacrifice Zancho and they're like, yeah. all right, Thanks. spend as much mana as you want. Yeah, well, exactly. Thanks for giving me a creature that I can sacrifice to it. So yeah, um, I, I think it. I think this one. I, I I enjoy playing this one a little bit more than Estrid at this point. Oh really? Nice. Uh, I, yeah. It's very different. Like I like. It's a very different deck that we've seen. You know. So and and the the thing that I like about it is like, discard does suck to face, but it gives you an out with Zantra. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping that kind of people like about it. Uh, playing against. It'll be interesting it. to get a good big game. A yeah, couple games yeah. in to see all and this. I think you know. I think having four player it's it's awful in one v one like yeah don't play Zantra. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad idea uh but uh three or four i think it's pretty solid five ends up being like probably too much yeah there's too um, many too many like they there's too many options for creatures to be able to like kill it or more chances for wrath yeah. and um and so i i think if you're playing in a three or four person game i think that's right in the right number there cool um well, yeah, if you want to check that out, go to Tapped Out and check out Lowry's deck. What is it called again? Uh, I think it's Zancha is Totally Forked. <laughs> but it might just be Zancha is Forked. Uh, can't quite remember what I wrote down <laughs> at this point. All right, now we move into our next... Uh, this is kind of taking our Smith Specs of the Week section because uh, we're just talking about Reserve List. Smith Specs of the Week! <laughs> reserve List Edition. 
Uh, so why don't you start us off, Lowry? These pretty much most of these cards. There's a couple here that Lowry's going to go over. They're a little more spendy, but they're still worth getting because they're very good cards. Yeah. Um, and they could definitely will go up. Not could definitely. That was a weird fucking sentence. They could maybe possibly definitely go up <laughs> at some point, maybe in the near off or you. later future. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be so uh, definite <laughs> yeah. in your talking. Just. Just BS around a little <laughs> bit. And then people are like, oh, that sounds like you're right. And then if somebody's like, oh, you're such an idiot. And we're like, I said maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you catch that Did one of those words that? was yeah. maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you start us off? Because uh, the first card is going to be more of the expense. Uh, is it the most expensive one we have on this uh, list? Yeah, yeah. Out of out of both of our lists. Okay. Memory Jar. This is a card that I absolutely love. Uh, it's five mana for an artifact. You can tap it. Everybody uh, removes their hand from the game. You draw seven cards. Everybody draws seven cards. And then um, at the can, end of at the end of the turn, turn, everybody discards those cards, and then, and then you pick put your their hand old hand up. back into their hand. So you're potentially using this not the turn it, it comes out necessarily. You want to wait one turn, yeah. but you can still have it go off whenever you need to. And then if, you get the advantage you, of if you get creatures or permanents to play it, and if they don't have, if you know they pull permanents and lands. It's pretty much they, going in their yeah. graveyard afterwards. It, it has them discarding a ton of cards. Yeah. It has everybody drawing a ton of cards. Like it works in Nekasar. It ha- it works in it, it could probably work in Xantra here. Um it works in Niv Miz at the Firemind. It works in uh Nath of the Guilt Leaf. I think it works in a bunch of different decks. Yeah. And so So that one's sitting at what right now? It's sitting around thirty dollars right now. Uh it did have a uh a, a reprint that Wizards doesn't like, but it was in the FTV foils. Yeah, um, and that's probably what's suppressing the the price at this point. But again, this is a really good. This card. is a use, usable card. Yeah, very usable card. I have the, that in my. Uh, which one did you say there? The um, Nekasar. Nekasar deck. Okay. Yep. Uh, so then, next card is Sustaining Spirit. This is it's. Two bucks right now, so we picked these up for under a buck when uh, about a year ago or whatever. Yeah. This one has a clue of upkeep. It's one, what is it, one and one white. A clue of upkeep is one and one white, but then your life can't go below one. It basically becomes one. Yeah, it's an 0-3 creature. Um, this works with that enchantment from Amonkhet that makes it so that counters can't be placed on permanents or yeah. people. Um, so then, you know, upkeep, cumulative upkeep basically becomes what is it? Uh, Sol- solemnity. Solemnity, there yeah. we go. Uh, and so that makes it really, you got to actually remove the creature. The, the upkeep isn't going to catch up to you. Yeah. So it's, and it's two bucks right now. So this is a reserve list. Like I said, everything here reserve list. So <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty solid card. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one? Uh, the next one that I want to talk about is Anvil of Bowgarden. Uh, it's sitting around $18 right now, but it's a two mana artifact. Uh, each player draws an extra card and then discards a card. This one we did not have on our list originally because I remember Correct. afterwards, after we did the podcast, I was like, ah, Anvil. Uh, I think it was another, it was a YouTube video I saw of cards that were underrated of the reserve list. And I was like, dude, this one is probably one we should look at picking up. And so actually, did you pick up ones after that? Or do you I, already I had it? I just picked yeah. up one. Okay. Up. I, tra- I had one years ago and I traded it at like $8 um, and like instantly regretted it because... I wanted it for a deck, and yeah. then I just didn't pick it up until actually this last week. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, it, it gets you an extra draw. It feeds into graveyard shenanigans. Yeah. Um, it's it seems Any like a really reserve, it's, it's a good card. Reserveless cards that are usable are gonna be 
ones that are going to yeah. keep going continually up. picked up um and even if they don't spike uh they're just gonna as long as there's a use it's not going to go down right uh the next one is a card i personally like a little more than lowry does but it's purgatory and what it is it's we talked about this one before too but one white one black two colorless and then it, it, it all depends on the player like lowry plays a lot more recursion than i do uh so this war fits my style within lowry's yeah. so i maybe will have one or two things where i'm bringing stuff back from the graveyard depends on the deck it always depends on the deck but more often than not, I'm not playing as much playing from my graveyard. What this does is when your creature dies, it gets exiled and goes underneath the enchantment. During your upkeep, you may pay four and two life, is it? I believe that. Four correct. and two life, and then you can play that a creature that's exiled into play for free. Yeah. I mean, besides so, the four So kind of what Adam is saying is, like, if you're not recurring anything from your graveyard then what's the point? Like, why worry about a card being exiled? exiled yeah. And because it was just going to go to waste anyway. Right. Um, but if you're a player that does play with stuff like that, and, like, Larry is that type of player. He does play a lot of yeah, recursion like stuff. Re- regrowth is really good yeah. in my mind, and I, I like uh, bringing creatures back from my graveyard into play or, you know, some type of shenanigan like that. To me, Purgatory isn't a very good card. Uh, but for Adam or his style of play it does make sense that it's a, a solid card mm-hmm. for for what's going on there. And it also depends on if you're playing like a zombie deck where there are two twos, it really doesn't, you don't want to pay the four mana and two, sure. you know, like yeah. it's like, it, it kind of depends if you're playing big creatures and stuff like that with the white, you know, you could be playing mm-hmm. demons or angels or things that have enter the battlefield effects. Um, yeah. Now, that, like when we were discussing it, I, I was thinking probably a really good place to be putting this would be Kalia. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're doing a reanimating dragon deck with like uh, a blade wing. Yeah. But uh, so like if you have, if you're just able to cheat a bunch of big creatures out and then somebody wraths, they all go underneath purgatory and then you're paying for it to bring them back bring, anyway. Yeah. So like at a, at a reduced cost, that makes sense as well. Right. Um, so, so and, and she's two bucks as well, so it's it's, it's an easy. It's worth picking up. Yeah, it's an easy if you just want it for your collection. Uh, all of these, all of these cards. So that's kind of the funny thing is I have my Excel sheet that I put for whenever I buy cards, I put it on there. Every single one that we bought has at least triple, quadruple. I, a lot of these have Doubled. gone up so <laughs> go backwards. Quintuple. <laughs> it went up one and a half percent. <laughs> it went up though. No, but sell, every, sell, sell. even the ones that were like, eh, you know, reserve list ones where yeah. we just picked up one or two copies. Those all, you know, they, they all went from 50 to 75 cents up to $2 plus. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're going to keep going. Cause so that's, that's why we're kind of retalking about them being like, Hey, these are probably going to continue going up on the rise. Right. Uh, why don't you go to your next one? Maybe uh, we move these along quick. Uh, are we running out of time? Eh, I no, guess we're, we're doing fine. We're What's your problem? Eh. Eh. Jeez. Why did my voice get so high? Uh, eh. Okay. Uh, Illusions of Grandeur. Uh, it's uh, three colorless and a blue enchantment. Uh, when it comes into play, you gain 20 life. It has cumulative upkeep. But the big thing is you put this in Zedru. If you're not playing this in Zedru, you're wrong. You donate this to uh, one of your opponents, and when it leaves the battlefield, they lose they 20 lose life. 20 life. Yeah. You make sure that they don't – like if they kill it right away, big deal. Then yeah. you know, you're know you back to where you were. But you gain 20 life. 
and they lose. It's a forty-point swing yeah. right there, <laughs> and that's that's where you do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one is Spectral Guardian. Oh, how much was Illusions right now? Do you have uh, that? Illusions sitting around like eleven, twelve bucks? Okay, so it's a little more expensive, but yeah, it is a good card. Yep. Uh, so Spectral Guardian. This one's at three bucks right now. This one's just if it's untapped, it's a white card. It gives your artifacts not artifact creatures i believe it's just artifacts yeah basically shroud kind of hexproof yeah shroud. it's like a two four yeah creature for yeah. two white and two colors i believe Correct. is what it is yeah i do yeah. remember that part so it's yeah three bucks for that right now that's a pretty sweet card i kind of started adding those into decks if i get a chance but i it's only in probably one deck right now but it's a, a decent card to protect your soul rings and your sensei tops and all that stuff yeah um so yeah next one uh, so Sands of Time was actually one that me and him both had, but yep. we had already kind of discussed it. So this is, uh, it's an artifact. Is it four or five mana? Four, I believe. Four. Uh, and so during, uh, your upkeep, you simultaneously tap anything that's untapped and then untap anything that is tapped. Yep. Four mana. Uh, so it's four mana artifact. So the big deal with this is it actually kind of, if you have something to do with it, you can kind of go infinite with, uh. The new Taunos legend mm -hmm. that's red blue, and you can red blue tap, and then you double Sands of Time effect, and so you make sure everything that can tap, you tap that yeah. before the effect happens. Then you're untapping everything, and then you're able to double the effect again with Taunos. So you can double and it you up. Can, you yeah. can keep on doing it. Now this is all going to be during your upkeep, so you're going to have to do something. The thing is, is that you have infinite mana. You got to do something with the mana on your upkeep. On your upkeep, because it goes away. <laughs> yep, that will go away. So you need to do something in red blue. You know, you can. Instant fireball, yeah. Um, Comet storm, yeah. Not fireball because it's yeah, because it's sorcery. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know what I mean. That's the <laughs> well, that's the, yeah, thing. exactly. Fireballs it's, is doing X damage. No, to nobody says disintegrate. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's you fireball them. Uh, so you got to do something at instant speed. Uh, but that that is that is a thing that you can do, and it is a reserveless card. And I would suggest uh, being a dick and doing it. <laughs> it. Well, it's kind of the same lines of. Uh, what's the dude? Um, the Kalumet of Upkeep, where you get one red, is the that went way up. Once. Braids of fire. Braids of fire. Like yeah. you have, I have that in decks, but you need things that use activated abilities or instants or whatever because it yeah. goes away. And it and it works. That card works really well in Olivia Vildaren. So because yeah. you're able to steal a bunch of creatures. Yeah. Yada yada. Uh, next one is Dominating Listed. This is two blue and one colorless. It's a 1-1. One, one. Basically what it does is you tap two blue and a colorless and you tap it and you get to take a creature except it gains the ability of you can tap one to make it lose the effect. Make so you it can make go it away. back. Yeah, turn it back into a creature. So I, I think the whole point is if somebody goes to like Disenchanted or some shit then or like the creature's about to die you just pay one yeah it's that creature's gonna die but you're not gonna lose your licit right and this is about six bucks right now so oh and also sands of time was about six bucks as well oh, correct I forgot yep. about that uh next one um lure of prey now this is uh it's sitting around five bucks right now uh it is an instant that is uh two colorless two green uh whenever uh an opponent casts a summon spell you may cast this and put any green creature yeah. from your hand into play. Now that's four mana to treat to cheat a green creature into play from your hand. After you know, uh, creatures are going to happen. That's you know that's the whole point of having a legend. This card is going to be able to cheat your biggest 
green creature green in creature. your hand. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, a surprise. And what's our price on that guy? Uh, sitting around five bucks. So yeah, nice. Uh, then we have our favorite from when we did it the first time. Equipoise? Equipoise? <laughs> uh, it's a fart. Back, back when we were so young. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, so Equipoise <laughs> is a two-in-one white enchantment. It's kind of like a little balance in a way, uh, but it's during your upkeep each land target player controls that has more than you you get to choose the player uh does it phase is that what it is yeah, it, phases, it out. phases out you repeat the process for artifacts and creatures so you can kind of pick out ah that person has a bunch of whatever phase, phase that out, out. Yeah, yeah they're getting way ahead slow them down um and actually i kind of uh I almost put this in my Estrid deck as well, just to slow people down because nice. it doesn't take effect with enchantments anyway. Yeah, so it wouldn't so affect at all. lands and creatures. So um, normally I'm was noticing that I was pretty far behind on creatures, and so I'd be able to slow people down with their creatures and stuff like that. And so. the the cool thing about it is you get to choose. So yeah. like you get to choose the creatures that phase out and the lands that phase out oh, and yeah. all that. Yeah, I was just reading. I was making sure that that's what it was. But it says target land he or she control phases out. So you're the one that's targeting it. For each land target player controls in excess of the number of lands you control, target land creature artifact. Crazy. So you can take out the biggest creature that you don't like there and make it phase yeah. out. Or you can take out Agea's Cradle. phase him. <laughs> take that all out. So, yeah, this one's about three three fifty right now. Uh, definitely... I started moving this into some decks too, like you were just saying, to kind of control the board a little bit. Yeah. I haven't seen it played yet, though, is the thing. We put it in decks. It's the fun part is when you actually get to see it in action. So, yeah. uh, definitely. What do we got next? Uh, the one uh, we've actually talked about this card a lot Urborg Justice. Uh, yeah. Two black instant. Uh, target player uh, destroys any amount of creatures equal to the amount that you had die that turn. Um, it's just a great card. It's sitting around five bucks right now or four. Uh, and so if you're playing it, it on, works in so I mean, it's an instant, many. which is pretty sweet. So yeah. you, if somebody's coming to kill you, you block with everything, chump block, have a ton die. Then you have just have them destroy as many creatures as you just had die. You can sacrifice all your creatures and, and do the effect. Yeah. Uh, like I was doing in crab and regna. Um, it just, uh, it's a, Pretty solid card. Yeah, it's a very good in card. In general. I like so. that card. Uh, and then we get into... Well, how much was that one? That one is four, four bucks. bucks. That's right. Yeah. So then we have Natural Balance. Very long text in this one, but what it is is everybody gets to five land. <laughs> Either yeah, if you don't have right five right. land, you get to go search for basic land, put it into play. If you have more than five land, you go down to five Reduce land. Reduce down to it. Yeah. So that's it's two green, two colorless sorcery. And this scene is really relevant if you're in... Uh, early game with like Lord Windgrace yeah. or something or if you have sacrificing land effects. Gitrog would um, work with this too. Yeah, Gitrog would yeah. be great. Titania would be awesome. And this one's at three bucks right now too so it's pretty yeah. cheap. Uh, go ahead Lau. Uh, Righteous War. Uh, enchantment for a colorless white and a black. All your uh, white creatures get protection from black and all your black creatures get protection from white. Uh, and that's just for you. And so if you have a black white creature it has protection from black and white and that's you know it's great protection like just think about animar uh soul of elements mm -hmm. it's so hard to get rid of with spot removal because the best ones are in black and white right um, and your creatures get the protection and so you <laughs> you just gave them the protection of animar yeah in your black white deck like 
it's a really good card when it comes to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get into reparations. We've talked about this card being really good. Uh, it's seven bucks, so it's a little more expensive than the others. Uh, but when it's ever target opponent or whenever an opponent casts a spell that targets you or a creature you control, you may draw a card. It's a white, blue, and colorless to come into play. Yeah, no, it was a solid card to have people not target you nearly as much. Oh, right. Uh, Heatstroke is one. It's sitting around $4 right now. Uh, it's an enchantment in two colorless, one red. And any creature that blocks, or destroy any creature that blocks this turn, and destroy any creature that is blocked this turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, where I've kind of used it, you you haven't seen it, but um, I, w- I put it in uh, any deck where I'm heavy and indestructible, so that indestructible isn't going to be dead or dying. Or I put it into a deck where I'm creating a ton of tokens. So it doesn't and, matter as much well, with your tokens because yeah, they're so probably going to die anyways. Yeah, so you're just away and you're using them basically right. as removal spells if they block or if you block with that's them. That's a good idea. So that's that's kind of where I use that card, and it's a solid card. Uh, the next is one we talked about earlier, and this is one that really I have a double check and a star next to, so Ooh. it means really get this loop, card. Loop, loop. Uh, ancestral Knowledge, and that fits with this ninja stuff, but... It's one blue and a colorless when it comes into play. You get to look at the top 10 cards of your library, take out, remove any cards you want from the game in that 10, then put it back on top of your library in any order. It has gloom of upkeep one, but right there, you're just setting your top your top you get to, cards. Yeah, you get to look at the top 10 cards, then you Eureka and whatever else ninjas you have. And you're able to put two, three cards yeah. in your hand of w- the biggest ones that you have. And the, you set it up so you're getting your 10 drop on top or your 7 drop. Yeah, so you're you can hitting... be doing a lot of damage. And you're... it's only a cumulative upkeep of one. So it's pretty easy to pay it your next turn or two if you really need it to keep, you know, draw those cards. And but after hopefully it leaves the battlefield, you, you shuffle, shuffle your, your library. library. So you don't lose those cards or anything. And it's you're just... also filtering out if you're late game and you already have enough land exile all those land that are yeah. in there so it doesn't you don't draw those even if you have end up shuffling your library so this card definitely i i picked up more of them even though it's it's at what do i have it at right now eight bucks eight right bucks, now yeah. um it's still a good buy because i, I think it's going to spike now because of the ninja deck is kind of it's fueling a lot of cards yeah it's uh it seems really powerful for two blue mana within that deck and then it's just a good card in general for other yeah. blue decks yeah. so all right, next one. Uh, Shimmer. Uh, this, I like that one. I like I, when you picked that. I, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't owned this one even when you had it on the reserve list stuff when we did this last time, and I finally went and picked up a few of these because yeah. I like this one a lot. Uh, so Shimmer is an enchantment, uh, two colorless, two blue, uh, and then when it comes into play, you name a land type, and those basic lands are uh, gain phasing. So you can really mess with somebody's mana if they're like you're going to be called colored. a dick. You are yeah. going to be called a dick. Yeah, you will, <laughs> and you deserve it. Yeah. But that's uh, what you need to be doing. Uh, so this card's sitting around like three, four bucks. Uh, I, I'd say at least go out and get one. One at least. Um, yeah. I mean, she, if they come up with uh, like a, a blue white Teferi, oh, they already did. But that could be your commander. <laughs> yeah. Um. That I, I think you could go phasing tribal, like oh, just man. like that theme, and that that still pissed people off. But you'd be like, oh, that's, that's what he does. He phases <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I like it. Uh, next one is Ritual of the Machine. This is it's it's a black take control. You sacrifice a creature and you gain control of a non-black non-artifact creature. You don't see that very often in black. Uh, and this is about a five buck card. So two black, two colors steal a creature yeah pretty it good seems like a powerful 
uh, effect. Especially so. for black. I mean, you just don't yeah. see that. So, anyways, go ahead. Uh, next one would be Unfulfilled Desires. Uh, this is sitting around $3 right now. It is uh, an enchantment that is colorless, blue, and a black. You can pay one and two life, I'm guessing. I should have should have freaking guessed uh, or checked it. But it's what is it? uh, Which one, one mana and two life, Unfulfilled Desires. And then you draw a card and discard a card. So, again, this is something that's uh, filling kind of like a filtering role. Uh able to put creatures or cards into your graveyard that you want um and you're able to kind of control that and you're pay able to, one and one life oh it's one and one life so better than i was thinking yeah. uh, but it's still just it allows you to just kind of draw cards and filter out yeah um if you have stuff that you don't need yeah that's pretty good and it's three bucks right now right yep, three bucks nice uh next one is anziran ziran 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 runes um I'll just call. I agree. I'll call Anzi Runes. Anzi Runes. Uh, this is a very good card for tribal hate. Going, yeah, going against tribal. So it's two, two red enchantment. Choose a creature type. Creatures of that chosen type. Un, uh, don't untap during their controller's untap phase. I mean, you go against a lot of commander decks. There's, go tribal. Yeah, <laughs> people like going. People like playing dragons. Yeah. They like playing angel heavy demons. I mean, look, what I just made a ninja deck. I yeah. mean, it's not all ninjas, ninjas but you know, you have new zombie stuff. You wall got deck. vampires. <laughs> Nobody plays cats, so don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> you can name it, but nothing's going to happen. <laughs> That'd be a bad choice. Yeah. Just, just say soul ring and be fine. You're, you're just as good if you said dogs, because that's <laughs> pretty much how many people play cats. Um, be now we're going to get some it's listeners howling. that are pissed like, that's I my favorite I deck. I love cats. I love I mean cats. Oh, I'll, I'll beep that one out. Jeez. We had a Pussy really cats. clean one going Pussy here. Pussy cats is what I meant to say. I'm going to beep that one out. Don't no, worry. You've said it like 17 times. But now I'm saying pussycats. I originally just said the word and then it just really sounded that, That's bad. like just going, I can't say ass, but I'm going to say ass or something no that'd be like or is it the other way around that wouldn't work at all pussycats is fine no 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 one's one's okay on tv like ass is okay but saying ass is a swear word because that's so that's really weird yeah oh it's just a different describing word i'm gonna bleep out the whole part when you just said that it's gonna be ass beep you gotta blur out like bleep out the whole thing yeah this whole segment you can say ass but you can't say ass this and is then, the whole ooh, long beeping seg- segment. I laughed really hard when he did that last, <laughs> last episode. I uh, really appreciated that one. Uh, I only have one more on my list. How much do you have on your list? Do you have? Oh, are you going to? Uh, I have one more. Okay, go ahead. You go with your uh, last one. So Earthlink. I did a lot of enchantments, actually. Uh, so this is an enchantment. Uh, it's two colorless, a red, black, and green. Um, and whenever a creature comes into play, that... Uh, that player either sacrifices a creature or a land. Um, now the reason this card's, uh, you know, under a dollar, and the reason why I, I think this is a good card is I think it really goes well in Lord Windgrace. Mm-hmm. So like you have a creature coming to play, you sacrifice a card, then you bring two lands back into play. You're getting ahead while your opponents are slowly going, you know, losing land and or creatures. So they're they're always trading their resources to whereas you're able to keep going ahead and the thing you keep mentioning with lord Windgrace, actually that's been the most popular commander out of the yeah, ones he that seems came up. Really out of the, the planeswalker commanders and that's the only one we didn't like yeah. test out but lord Windgrace seemed like the best commander right but like the deck but was then just... sahili did really well i'm yeah, really sahili curious how those two would go really against well. each other but uh 
so that uh, that's kind of a good good thing that you've picked out a bunch of the ones that go with Lord Windgrace because I think a lot of players actually like playing with that deck the most. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, my last one is Halls of the Mist. This is it's a land, but you don't use it as a land because it does not give you any mana or anything like that. Has a cumulative upkeep one. No creatures can attack if they attacked during its controller's last turn. So you get to attack with creatures every other turn. Interesting card, two bucks. Oh, and I also didn't with and Z ruins that was two bucks and this is two bucks as well. How much was uh? I said Earthlings under a dollar. Oh yeah, you did. That's you right. keep asking me and I, I keep already saying it. I'll just repeat <laughs> myself. Whatever. Stop. Stop making we'll, me repeat we'll stuff. We'll lose listens because oh that Lowry guy repeats himself all the time. <laughs> Tells the same that story guy over doesn't and over. listen to him at all. He's almost like my grandpa. I'm so annoyed with him. <laughs> all right, let's move into our last segment, which kind of got to go. No, we don't have to go quick, but we're into our last segment. Um, this is kind of a listener email that came in. We were originally going to talk about proxies anyway, so this can be kind of a quicker segment. But the uh, was it Dave? Yeah, Dave. Uh, Senior Dave. See, Senior Dave uh, emailed. This is the second time he's emailed. Actually, he was asking about uh, world champion cards, which are gold bordered cards, that, and they have a completely different backing than your yeah, typical they're, magic. They're black, and yeah. it says like world championship, pro tour, Washington year, yeah. yada yada. So he was more so asking what we thought of using those because they are a lot cheaper. You can find your uh, underground seas well they're still freaking expensive on there but yeah you're getting well, them for like, a fraction you, of the use price a, an example like the one that i know so i have grim monolith for real they're over a hundred dollars right now and then i have four of the gold bordered ones because i did not want to use the originals mm-hmm. and this is right around when uh, before we were actually using our own proxy cards but um or right now i bought mine for like 50 cents a piece and they're up to ten dollars yeah um, so so then, uh, technically, how our rules are that shouldn't you should be playing with a proxy instead of that one because sure. you're over ten now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but at the at, at that point, they're like, so what? What was the emailer kind of talking about with it? Just, so he was just wondering because he thought it would. He had heard from his, I think, brother or something that it was legal to use them, and I said, well, it's not necessarily legal to use these. It all depends on your play group because you can't bring sure. these. Yeah into your local game store and play, you're going to get people pissed. You can't unless go you into know the group. Yeah, like unless if that's you know- your play group and you guys all agree with the gold borders being cool, that's cool. Yeah. But, so um, you know, they're do not all- tournament legal. They- right. They're not tournament legal, so you can't use them in any tournaments. It just it goes with what your play group wants to do. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of were wrapping this in because we were going to talk about proxies anyways and how, you know, that was early on in our podcast when we talked about that, how we do proxies. So we we're going to discuss that again. Yeah. Along with what all, you know, all the other podcasts are talking about the with, counterfeit cards that are going yeah, out. And, yeah. There, there is a difference between counterfeits and proxies. Right. Um, and in the goldfish article, they really talked about it where counterfeiters are starting to call them proxies to legitimize it a bit better. Yeah. And there, there are definitely some issues with that. So with proxies, we make it so they aren't, you You, can tell tell, they're not real. As we talked about like our process, we print them out on a piece of paper and then we are literally taping it to like a well, glue yeah I, I'm, or, we're trying to yeah. make it look as nice as possible like that's uh, my little pet peeve with stuff is making sure. it i yeah. don't want us to just You're, start writing on a card and say this is my black and, or we don't have black and Lotus, you, but, again you know. if if you want to you can perfectly do that yeah um but that's that's just not what we do but we're it's nowhere near real right quote unquote. normally it's full art expanded you can tell it's not 
the actual it, they try to use the actual art but then we expand yeah. it so and it's if it's full art. if it's different art like whenever we're going into a different play group we let people know hey we have proxies but we do have all, all the cards and that's our rule <laughs> lowry the f- microphone hitter yeah God damn it. <laughs> uh but as we discussed in our previous earlier episodes is we have to own the card before we start proxying it. Yep. So we own every single one. And then, likewise, if you're we're building a modern deck, yeah, if you want four of them, you have to own all four to do the proxies. So, you yeah. know, they can't just because go, I got one and I proxy it. the yeah. cards you if want it. needed. Exactly. So that's kind of what we do with our proxy stuff. We don't... We don't try to sell them. We don't try yeah. to pass them off as whatever. You know, we just tell people when we go to new, like you said, go to new play groups. We let them know, hey, we're playing with proxies, but we own all these yeah. cards. It just and, and we do. We we went that way because before I didn't like. We had the discussion before we had even started using proxies, or I was just like, let's just use proxies. Like, who cares if you own the card? And then Adam and uh, a couple other people really didn't like that idea. So it was like we came up with the rule of own one which because that made it really cool and, and i know and i stated it, it before i just like it because i was really then trying to get my collection whereas before you know i was having being able to use as many cards as you can because you're buying them and you want to you you can actually use them that yeah. way then it, and it kind of sucked because we would get i'd have like three senseis top well you need them in every freaking deck and so this made yeah. it so that our decks yep. were more they, they just work better you know it's just you're more able to consistent. put in more of what you want yeah like it it allowed me. I actually spend more money on magic because we have proxies. Exactly, because we're going for cards that are. I, I'm buy. You know, I, I traded for mana vault. Right. Um. Like I wouldn't have probably bought scroll rack if we weren't doing this proxy yeah. thing. You know, because I'm like, it's only going to fit in that one deck right now. But and then the future, I'm not going to want to use it in other decks and all that. But now I own it. Like, I wouldn't have spent that money to get that card. It, it, it allows you, like, having a proxy. So, like, again, maybe we're just getting into why we have proxies. But um, just to reiterate, you don't want them to look real. You're not trying to sell them. You're not trying to make money. That's the whole point. You're What you're doing is you're replacing it with a card that you own. And in one point, I will say that i did get from because i did listen to a bunch of the podcasts like goldfish had their podcast i think they talked about it there and like i said before fast finance don't go and buy these don't buy the counterfeit cards because if you go and buy the counterfeit ones that's supporting you're supporting that and then eventually i mean if it people start catching on and buying more of the the fake ones and that just becomes part of magic like every you know 10 percent of the even just 10% of the cards of their proxy or not proxy fake cards, counterfeit counterfeit cards that can ruin the market. I mean, you could see a collapse of it, you know, it's just, and so like in that, and I've seen that argument of who cares magic's so expensive. Like why, why not just make all the cards cheap, crash the market? Like, and and you're just kind of going, okay, number one, like maybe it's against what we want to have happen because we are kind of playing the market with our specs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we probably have a bias in that we don't want the market to crash because right. we've, we've we put a bunch money of money into it. Into yeah. it. Yeah. So we have... Um, not only that with our collection, you know, we have all these cards. Yeah, I mean, we, we have spent the money on cards that we do use as well. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think the biggest thing that I've seen, and I totally agree, is if... Cards can just be proxied and everybody's doing it. Wizards makes less money. Mm-hmm. And if stores aren't making money and Wizards isn't making money, this doesn't happen. We don't get new cards. We don't get new commander product. Uh, even though 
everybody has some kind of complaint that wizard whatever is being you know whatever new is coming out but if you're paying attention then that means that you really love the game anyway Mm -hmm. um and so you appreciate them making new games you don't you don't want this to be a dead game yeah um, and that's the thing that's so you scary need, about you it. Do is like, mo- you do need money to be flowing through the game right. for it to be alive. And that's what's made it last for freaking 25 years. Yep. You know, I mean, it's yep. been a healthy game. And one thing, um, one point I did hear also from another podcast. Oh, this is the stealing episode. We're taking I told every- you, if you want original content, <laughs> go, somewhere, go somewhere, else. somewhere else. But it was a good point, And I haven't actually had a chance to discuss it with you because I wanted to wait until we got on the podcast mm-hmm. to go through all this because it's just better to have our natural reactions yeah. to this. I don't, I don't want any idea. Of what <laughs> yeah, we're we don't, we don't talk at all now. It's, it's, it's a like- lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like not talking to you as much now. It's, it's a lot nicer. <laughs> we already drank the beer. You're such a dick. <laughs> I almost brought up a second one. <laughs> Um, but the one point that they I don't remember which cast said it but it was a good point saying that if people start buying more counterfeits and doing all that Wizards is going to have to start spending money uh, tournaments to, uh, Mm. and that's why it really came up was there was one tournament the guy that got busted with uh, well he said he bought them and they deck checked them and found like three of them were fake oh serious yeah okay so that's what that's what started started this whole storm okay so the thing is, is then you're going to have wizards having to spend more resources on trying to figure out what is fake and doing or doing different things to the cards. Yeah, like they, then that cost gets passed on to us, so your yep. packs start going up and everything starts going up. So it actually ends up. So if you end up supporting and buying, like just sit down. It's not that bad. Like I said, uh, you know, when we're printing off the paper, for me, I could tell that there was a consistency issue throughout my deck but that's why I double sleeve mm-hmm. and now i can't really i can't tell the difference yeah if you're um, concerned so about that and I, I double sleeve real cards uh and then any of the paper like glued on proxies you don't you don't yeah. and then it just works you know the thickness is perfectly fine and you get the that. what perfect fit for the double sleeve stuff right? yeah 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 you want the perfect fit because it, it just... gets sloppy within if if it's a wider one it's way too hard to get into the the normal that's that's uh, a problem i have when i try yeah. to put a card on just get doubtful <laughs> it's, yeah i know in my <laughs> dreams <laughs> yeah in my dreams it's just uh, i just get those regular condoms man i just can't get them you know on. they have magnums yeah. right like they have ones. yeah they yep. have one that can fit me now let's be honest nobody needs those no we are hung like field mouse <laughs> mice <laughs> we are the size of one field mouse together yeah. <laughs> that's what you just said that is offensive that's, that's pretty to you. accurate no, uh, but yeah anyways to wrap it all the way back into the conversation world championship card which we can't do technically <laughs> with our penises Sorry. <laughs> oh so penises. world, world, championship, world cards. championship cards yeah, yeah. just go <laughs> off of it goes with your your play group we have them uh i will use those before i make proxies so if i have uh, i don't sure. remember the ones that i have but I think one of them, City of Brass. I have a world champ, so I use that in before I yeah. use the uh, the proxies. Well, and and I think within that email as well, I, I kind of skimmed this one because you responded to it, and that's why that person actually has a good answer. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't me. Uh, so, like, this is something that could potentially be uh, speculatable, right? Is that a word? Yeah, Maybe. the the those cards. I mean, but so they're still can, going up. I mean, yeah, there people. There's a demand for these cards, so probably sit down and check them out. Like I've, I had a, I think Force of Will is over ten dollars. That's gold bordered. They have the dual lands that are gold bordered, um, and they're much cheaper, but they're not cheap either. Um, so there's a, a potential. Um, they, I just started. 
it, it they just weren't ever even listed actually um yeah they actually yeah they didn't they have just them. started doing it now that there's money in it yeah um because before I, I couldn't even find them they were like randomly in boxes for like 50 cents um and so now that there's a little bit of a market for it it might be not a bad idea to uh, swing through and look at what's available right yep so like i said to summarize it's just go with your play group decide that but realize that if you go to your local game store or tournament or anything you can't play with those and and and, and also make sure you're playing with card condoms always do that anyways but if yeah. you're gonna have these that have different backings you definitely have to have card condoms on yes um but i highly recommend you always have card condoms on to keep your cards in mint condition or as good a condition that you got them yeah that's yeah. what we do we even do it whenever we're going any to any of the pre-release or yeah i, I sleeve up we, my 40 we card bring, decks we bring yeah. them with because you don't want them to get wrecked i mean our hands as as smiths our hands are naturally pretty damn sweaty <laughs> <We're>, yeah <laughs> so I've, you I've get a foil like, in your hand and a smith hand without it being on a freaking card condom that's you play sucker, through it with yeah, a day and it's sitting it's in your hand while you're going just, like a round you, you card can, at the end. You can end. just tell that it's like added moisture into <laughs> yeah. the card somehow, and you're just like, ah, oh, this is that's gross. That's why girls didn't like that's me. Why I didn't like holding our hands. <laughs> why are your hands so sweaty? <laughs> you're a girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ah. Hands are so soft and sweaty. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, use card condoms. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and we already moved on from gold bordered stuff proxies. We yeah, explained I think it, we got so it not pretty good. In trouble. If you have more questions with it, I know I've said it before, but we got to wait for things to calm down. But we will get videos of, up of showing you how we do the card condom stuff. I, not card condom, the proxy lying. stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, but Larry's gonna be going out of town here. We got a brother wedding here, so we're just kind of getting through. Yeah, we're basically try, October we're at into this October, and then once things settle down a bit, then we're actually gonna be able to do some more video content and all that. So exciting! I'd say November. Well, yeah, no. Once Don't we get October. through October, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, anyways, that should uh, do it for this week. I think we went a little long, else? like I always like to say. <laughs> We always go on. And then on. We're, we're spot on. Uh, 120. We're yeah, spot on. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, catch us on Twitter again. If you want to get get on the InstaSpec stuff, I'll, we'll keep tweeting that, that if out. things pop up. Yeah. And uh, Adam will try and uh, respond to anything that you do. <laughs> I kept saying, did you, did you respond to that email yet? No, i I'm got to finish this episode. And then we get here. I'm like, did you respond to that? Nope. I was just, I was procrastinating. I, I, got, <laughs> I kept I thinking, I need so, to. <laughs> I might email that person eventually. <laughs> maybe it's on his to-do list yeah maybe I read when it, you're emailing me the show notes and everything it. then you can go oh i can just finish this email probably maybe. not <laughs> lowry's a douche she owes you a beer <laughs> <laughs> not true and this is a person we that, don't even know if this person's like this person says that they're in, in minnesota so sure. they want to actually get together to play at some point so you got to respond here <laughs> What? Why? I don't know. That's why I, I'm I'm nervous to respond. I don't. I don't need no. I don't want friends. You, you, one one I want, person to respond, and you're like, this I, is getting out of control. I don't know if I can handle this. You know what? I have one friend, and that's. Uh, I mean, I don't want. Well, I don't want my friends that are actually listening. To yeah, because then they're like, Dick. Why? Why? I don't want more than the friends that I have. I don't like anybody else. <laughs> Uh, anyways, okay, so That's call us true. on Twitter Whatever. at Commander Smiths. Or I'll, I'll try and respond. Do the you can shoot us an email. I don't like computers. And I'll respond, and maybe Lowry will respond. Doubt it. <laughs> What's our email? 
Commandersmiths at gmail.com. And then YouTube, you can... Uh, Commandersmiths at youtube.com. <laughs> you can like us, share us, follow us, all that, subscribe, and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. Uh, that should do it for this week. We will have a short week, but uh, I think the episode will come out friday or saturday so i'll get a day uh-huh. or two jump you make all these promises i don't I, know i'm i i think we'll get it if we get it done on wednesday we can get that one out next week or early this week whatever i think we should just leave our listeners in the dark and not you know if no. it doesn't happen then, <laughs> then they're fine with it it'll come out next monday and we'll be perfectly fine we don't tmi man we do what we want right i don't know no Anyways. you're telling them what we're doing <laughs> We don't do what we want when you tell them. <laughs> that means that we have to. We actually have to like uh, set to that schedule. You don't have to because you're going out of town. That means I need to get the show notes to you like right away. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, well, instantly. You're, you're going to be out of town though, so you do need to get them to me before you're out of town. Yeah, but I was more rather trying to procrastinate, <laughs> so I didn't have to do it, and then we could put it off another week and <laughs> nice. just skip a week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, uh, you have a good <laughs> night. Thanks day, for sticking through that whole thing right there. Uh, that was a whole, our whole discussion right there. <laughs> that was pointless. <laughs> 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 All right. We will. We will catch you guys next week. All right. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.